0: Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. And I'm Nick. Today we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching and then we're going to do a full review of Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, I'd like to let you know you can write to us at feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. We could talk about it on the show or if you just want to berate us in private, that's a good place to do it too. at mfn podcast on twitter search for midwest film nerds podcast on vine and facebook
1: ask us questions on there too yeah just send us questions yeah (laughs) just
0: just talk to us and we will talk back to you i've been trying to I, i i've been discussing with the one or two people that follow us on twitter it's you know random stuff that they talk about so if you want somebody else's opinion that you don't really want then please yeah talk to us on twitter yeah um but yeah also review us and rate us on itunes that'd be helpful It's always good, so. Um, But yeah, I think we'll get right into what we've been watching. So, Tim, I'm going to go with you. What have you been watching?
1: Oh, boy. Um, What was I going to talk about? I got the... Oh! (laughs) Horse show. I'm going to (laughs) talk... Horse show. I'm going to talk about my Christmas gift. I got the Bond Blu-ray set for Christmas. Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I have seen... Shout out to... uh, to Gary? Gary probably got
1: that all Oh, it was yeah. Gary. It, Gary is my brother. His name's not Gary, but that's what Will that's we'll refer to him No, it was uh, Mark, my father. Oh, and okay. my mother, Kay. And
0: Shout out to Mark and Kay. Mark
1: and Kay. <laughs> so, I have seen... I think I have seen all of these just kind of, like, over time on, like, TBS and Spike TV. So, I don't know if I've ever... I've never sat down and watched them all,
2: yeah. like,
1: in a row. And it's going to take me a while, because some of them are rough. Um, yeah. The, the Roger Moore ones get a little sketchy. <laughs> um, but I watch I, for some reason, because I think I've, like, tried to do this in the past. Like, I'm going to watch all the Bond movies, <laughs> I get, like, two movies in it. I'm, like, I'm... <laughs> like,
0: this is a
2: terrible movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I watched Dr. No, and this is, like, the fourth or fifth time I've watched Dr. No, which, um, Dr. No is the first Bond movie, and... What everybody seems to not realize about Dr. Notice is it's not very good. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not a real good movie. And it's also, and I don't mean this, I actually kind of mean this as a compliment, it's one of the laziest movies I've ever seen. Like, it's such, (laughs) like, it's so out of, like, what we are now, where everything just kind of, at times, like, these bigger movies feel kind of rushed at times. Like, this is, like, the first 30 minutes or 40 minutes is just Bond just kind of laying around. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, yes. They they
0: forgot to cut... (laughs)
1: Like and it's weird because it still has a structure. It still has like it still follows the structure. It's just getting there really slowly. And like the first, yeah, the first thirty minutes, he's like laying around. um He has sex a couple times. He smokes. Then they get to then they get to the bad guy, Doctor Nose. They get to his island, his island lair. And then like you're like, oh, here we go. We're rolling down And then it takes another forty minutes until like the third act. And like I was just sitting there and. Each time, I'm just kind of blown away by how how slow-moving this is, and it, it gets to the point. It's really funny, but, um, I, and then I watched, From Russia With Love is the only other one I've watched so far, and that one has always kind of been the one where you're like, oh, well, James Bond can be actually good. <laughs> <laughs> like, From Russia With Love is, like, a good movie, but, uh, Doctor, no, Doctor, no. I also wanted to mention, i I realized this, I wanted to talk about this, and I remembered it now, but, um. I have a streak going, but I think. Like, 90% of the time I've been on the podcast, we've talked about somebody dying, which is so morbid. But I wanted to talk about this because, it, like, I thought of this, like, before, but uh, run, run Run run, Shaw, who is a Hong Kong... Yeah, yes, he, the, the, um, the Shaw father brother.
0: of Kung Fu movies, yes. basically.
1: He ran the Shaw Brothers studio. Uh, it was a Hong Kong studio. He died at the age of 106. So this really is not... This isn't a downer. Like, yeah. good for this him. This man
0: lived a good life. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah so but um 106, 106 years old secret yeah. kung fu guys right <laughs> it really makes you think, huh yeah it could go at any moment
0: <laughs> but sobering uh, reminder that we're all more,
2: more, more, more life is you. so fleeting but uh <laughs> nice. we need to cherish these
1: moments <laughs> but I wanted From to mention man who it
0: predates 1900 <laughs> not quite no he missed it by six years oh so. you're right <laughs> It's not 1999 anymore, okay. <laughs> Maths. Is that my strong subject? Uh, well, you were saying... So, <laughs> that uh, I'm sorry for... Now that, that, that we've laughed at a man's
1: death. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fine. If I live to be 106, if anybody's listening to this in 70 years, if I live to be 106, you guys can laugh at my death, too. I'm alright with it. But, um... No, I wanted to bring it up just because uh, the Shaw Brothers Studios is kind of a major influ- influence on a lot of, like, if you've ever seen a Tarantino movie, like, that's where it gets it from, is a lot of those movies. And I've only seen a handful of them, and I tend to respect them more than I like them. Mm-hmm. And you have to, a lot of times you have to have some assistance in watching them, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, that makes them a lot more fun. But, like, if you've ever seen, yeah, any, tar- if you've ever listened to any Wu-Tang Clan, like, yeah there's a lot of Shaw Brothers dialogue in their albums so um yeah so just wanted to mention him run 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 Shaw boys he had a good good run run yeah yeah
0: Yeah, we could talk about the death of uh of Uncle Phil as well oh man that's a that one that one's a little more sad because he he died from complications from a open heart surgery or something like that right
1: right
0: the man was like a second father to me I love Fresh Prince is one of my favorite shows of all time and. That sucks. That's so, sad. He was uh he was a very funny man. But uh
2: Yeah
3: I almost referred to Avery Brooks in our text the other day as James it. Avery. I almost <laughs> said James Avery. I almost <laughs> said Avery Brooks when I said Yeah. God, those two are just not even like.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, so.
0: terrible search engine optimization on their names. Yeah. That's yeah. a joke for all the <laughs> nobody out there. Yeah. Anyway, to, so no, so basically sure what I'm saying
1: work is work I plan on, on being on in maybe another month or so. Okay. Like there's another movie so watch out. So celebrities. Yeah, watch out <laughs> one from the... you're, you're, Yeah, Celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Run uh, on shot. <laughs> All
0: right, Nick, what have you been watching? I wanted to hear about the horse
1: show. The horse show. The, the horse. Horse. Oh, look, look, I actually, well, I haven't been watching that recently, but I watched it when it was on.
3: Okay. I didn't even know this was a show, so I legitimately want to hear about it.
1: This popped out, I can't believe you didn't, this was a, uh, it was produced by Michael Mann. Yeah. It starred, um, why is his name? Kelsey? what? What's
0: that? No, that wasn't Kelsey Gray. No, no, that's
1: no. Boss. Yeah, that's boss. Um, boss. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. I was forgetting Dustin okay. Hoffman. It starred Dustin Hoffman and Nick Nolte. Nick <laughs> Nolte played a uh, the dream board...
0: team as they
1: <laughs> Nick Nolte played a horse gambler, which I'm gu- like a horse racing gambler, which I'm guessing is not acting. Like I'm guessing <laughs> it was <not> <laughs> But But uh, no, it was a show on HBO called Luck, and it came up because I was scrolling through IMDb before. We were looking for stuff to talk to, talk about, and one of the actors in Wolf of Wall Street was in luck. And I'm like, oh, luck. Like, I liked that show when it was on, but it was produced by Michael Mann, and they ended up having to cancel it.
0: Gosh, I think this is. In like season two or
2: three. It was before season two.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was after season one. Like, three or four horses died during the filming of it because yeah. they were so overworked and. um. And I remember, yeah, like, being half bummed about it. Like, yeah. oh, like selfishly, I'm like, oh, this show's continued, but, like, I don't want any more horses to die. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, but it was a good show. Like, if, Apparently it's easier to keep killing horses than to see one of them into the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with, I mean, Michael Mann's all about realism. And like, yeah, and yeah. Like, so, you can't, so you can't, I mean, but if you get a chance, I guess, Watch it. I, I don't, it's probably not real satisfying at this point. <laughs> but it's a really, really interesting, good show. So, well, there you go, Nick. Dennis the is in it? Yeah. As is Richard Kind. Hey. Oh, Richard Kind, isn't it? Richard Kind's pretty good at that.
0: Yeah. I like Richard Kind from the Spin City days. A lot of you guys
3: ever seen they shoot horses, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's a wonderful movie. Yeah. That I sounds fantastic. Of. It is very really good. It's really depressing. It's great. <laughs> It's really cool. So it's right up my alley. Uh <laughs> it doesn't involve people falling in love with technology or, <laughs> or each other and <laughs> then falling out of love. It's really it's really
0: interesting. Is it really just... about people falling in love with horses and no, then getting shot? No. No. Oh. It's really not in my real house then, Nick. Why'd yeah, you bring sorry. it up? <laughs> Never mind. Strike it from the record. <laughs> Alright. Nick, what have you been watching? I have not
3: been watching They Shoot Horses, don't they? So I I'm gonna look it up on Amazon right now. Um <laughs> I don't think there's a Blu-ray yet, and I don't think it's on Netflix. Uh, I started watching The Killing again. What forty two ninety nine for Is that the issue? Don't they? For, okay, i uh, well, for a new Blu-ray or a DVD rather. Okay. Well, it's Jesus, out of print. That uh, probably out of print. Yeah. Anyway. Man, I remember I hit at my cart back the day when it was like three dollars and fifteen cents or something. <laughs> Should pulled the trigger on that one. No pun intended. <laughs>
0: another uh, another life lesson okay. from the Nerds. Yeah. Peter's gonna want us canceled. Anyway, you uh, started watching The Killing Peter again. He does a great boy.
3: <laughs> God, the, the
0: rails are so. Far <laughs> gone, the Wolf of Wall Street's not going to bring it back. <laughs> um, I started
3: watching The Killing season three again, and I, I was just looking for something to watch the other day. And I, I remember starting it, and I watched like
0: this is the Netflix.
3: This is This is fade This is Resurrection number one. Okay. That was
0: co-produced between AMC and Netflix, I think. And it aired on AMC and then immediately went to Netflix, I think.
1: I
3: think it aired on Netflix.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't I think remember. so. Maybe not. I, yeah.
3: Really, I can remember. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. Keep but going. Anyway. Uh, so I start. I really liked season one of the show. And the, season two had some strong stuff in it. But the it should have been a whole new case. The yeah. fact that they dragged out the initial yeah. case is what really weakened it. But season three is a whole new case. Uh all the characters have kind of it's been like 2 years or something so you know before when I started watching i think i mentioned it on the podcast excuse me before trying to watch season 3 yeah uh, i got maybe like 10 minutes into the first episode and i just wasn't really in the right place to watch it i guess yeah so i did start it again the other day and I, and i actually watched it's kind of a two part pilot almost the first two episodes kind of run together and on netflix they're presented as such okay uh, so i watched them both in a row and then i also watched the third episode and, it, and it's it's really really good again that's intriguing. Did
1: I see Peter Sarsgaard's name?
3: Yes, he nice. is. He is a guy who's in prison at the beginning of season three, and he has something to do with the people who have been getting killed. So, what do really know? What yet? Okay, that's that's actually what prompted me to text you guys and okay. say, uh, "Do we s- consider <laughs> Sarsgaard? Uh, what is he on the Langella chart in Korean? Because <laughs> he's a little, he's a little over the top at moments in the killing, but it's good. But uh, so far, it's good. It's cool that it's." It's I think two years after the initial run of the show, and it's neat to see all the characters kind of progress. And Alex, you have to watch it because you will love you will love Joel Kimman's character so much. <laughs> I just know you will. You'll be like Holder is the best. Holder is the man.
0: Joel states in season three, isn't she? She was in one scene so far. Okay.
3: <clears throat> it's kind of weird. I don't really. Uh, I don't think she jibes well. I mean, you've only seen it's, her in one scene. It's hard to s- it's hard to see her in like a real world setting. Yeah, to not see her Also, uh Holder scene. has apparently he has a tattoo and he has a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. He's kind of a thug. Uh he has one that says Serenity on his chest. Awesome. And she pointed it out. She's like, Serenity, I like that one, or something like that. And I was like, Is this really a Serenity angel? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. All of them do it. Really? That's like weird. Um, that's what,
0: Nathan Fillion makes a career out of that out of the castle. <laughs> but
2: no. Nathan it's... Career
0: or Nathan Career. When
2: Nathan <laughs> makes a career,
3: yeah, I'm just like being funny on Twitter, he's he's a New Jersey Bond. He's a lazy guy, just lays around and like, <laughs> makes a career out of out of just
0: being. It's beautiful.
3: Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I know it got canceled again, The Killing, it's and bad. now Netflix only totally resurrected it. it again for
0: a second time. But so now that it's only through them, according to I really want to see what it's like. The Wikipedia page. It's going to do a fourth and final season of six episodes. Oh, it's actually going to air.
3: Oh, only six. Yeah, interesting.
0: So. Well, they're each an hour long.
3: So that's that's plenty of time. Interesting. I wonder if season 3 ended on a cliffhanger then. Yeah. I don't know. Should be stupid. They just need to like Commit. wrap things yeah. up after a season and then move on because I mean they're they're cops. They're going to run into multiple That's cases. something that a lot
0: of people, like a lot of TV shows I think people that learned that well it's it's interesting the discipline and being able to 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 stick to your convictions and actually tell a story and finish it
1: like a whole like series yeah, long story like
0: like not even a series long story but like looking like we're starting to get shows that do it really well and there have been shows that do it very well I mean stuff like you know Breaking Bad obviously but Arrow Arrow's super good at here's this thread yeah. let's actually have it finish sometime in the season. And then we'll move on to bigger and better things. It's like people don't have faith that they have a, another compelling story in the chamber.
3: I think it's, a, it's evidence, too, of good show running. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, example of worst show running ever, Lost. Yeah. Like I like Lost, but honestly, those two, I, I, I right now, if we had a time machine, we could go back to their office, and right now they're sitting in their chairs with those dumbass little basketball hoops on the back of the doors, <laughs> just shooting pieces of paper through it, and laughing, and counting their money, yeah. and not actually doing anything. Like, that's that's great show running. That's great planning. To yeah. Do. Like, here's, mm-hmm. here's season one, boom, let's shoot it, print it, send it out. And Supernatural's very good about that as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say, Buffy, I think, is kind of the first one to really, if yeah. I remember. First yeah. major one to really kind of nail that kind of stuff. Because nothing, like,
0: carries over from season to season. He's right. like, here's the big bad, let's deal with this, and then... But it still tells, them The biggest medium that that
3: is missing right now, though is comic books. And that's the one where yeah. it really, really initially nailed it. You'd yeah. have, like, a six-issue arc. And it would end, and then there would be something new. And then six to, like, maybe it would stretch it out a little bit. But it was, and there were always mini arcs, too, maybe over two issues or three yeah. issues. And now that I've been re- reading, like, older, older stuff right now, I'm really seeing that, because in comics today...
0: It's all about the big crossover uh, Especially events. Guardians
3: of the Galaxy. There hasn't been an end to an arc yet, and they're on, like, issue 13 or something. <laughs> it's just so bad. I'm like, why, you, why am I even reading this? Nothing yeah. happens. People just <laughs> talk. It's terrible. So hopefully the killing... Hopefully season three ends on a bit of closure. If it doesn't, yeah. then I'll be irritated. <laughs> but it's cool. I, I guess giving giving something an end date, an expiration date, is a great idea. Like Breaking Bad, awesome. Yeah. The fact they could see it through to the end, too, it just made it
0: all the better. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So I've been rewatching a lot of stuff for, in preparation of our, uh, our top tens, and... Um, I'm not going to talk about most of it yet because it may come up in the top ten episode. But I did rewatch The Spectacular Now. Uh, spoiler alert: probably not in my top ten. But I think it's a really, it's a cool movie. It's very, it's, it's out of the coming of age movies that we got this year. I think they're all very distinct, and I think The Spectacular Now is probably the, the, the darkest and deepest most personal kind of story out of the three of them and um, I think that that is something that you know should be admired out of these movies is that they're kind of getting to a point where coming of age movies (laughs) the people that are making coming of age movies probably watched coming of age movies when they were first big and now they're kind of making them for themselves but later in life still it's very weird I think it's very interesting though and um, so that was good Check out The Spectacular Now. I know we didn't do a full review on it, but I think it is something worth watching. Um, I finished up Homeland Season 1. It's a good show. I don't know if it's as good as everybody kind of blew it up to be. I was kind of expecting my pants to be blown off by the end of the first season. And to tell you the truth, I, you know, Episode 5 was done and I was like, yeah, this is okay. Episode 6 hit and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Mm Mm-hmm and then I feel like they didn't quite uh, I wish they would have <sighs> I wish they kind of would have stuck to their convictions a little bit I think it would have been a little more interesting I can't really say much without going into spoilers but it, all in all it's good I'm going to keep going I've heard yeah. season 2 um, I've heard seasons 2 and 3 kind of progressively kind of get worse quote unquote so that heard that, too. that doesn't bode well for me <coughs> not having like loved season 1 but yeah. I think uh, I'm still going to give it a go I'm going to I'm gonna finish it out. Did
3: Damian Lewis deserve to wrest the Emmy away from Brian Cranston?
0: Damian Lewis is really good. I think he's he's quite good. Brian Cranston's always gonna win in my book, but I I don't I don't blame them for for giving right. it to yeah. Brian Cran- Cranston's already gotten it like once or twice, three times, three times. So you know, okay. <laughs> Hopefully he'll get it next year. He should, <laughs> but. uh... Yeah, no, it, it's... It's an interesting show, and I... You know, I, I, I like seeing Marina background actually doing something, because, you know, she deserved better than... Hey, she had v. v. Yeah, she had V. She had V, but... That was a joke. That last part was a joke. <laughs> well, they had, like, joke. two seasons. They had more seasons than Firefly did, so...
2: So... <clears clears throat> <laughs>
0: um, Your point? <laughs> so, it's good to see her, and, oh my god, Mandy Patinkin. Do you... Yeah, I just, <laughs> I need more Patinkin in my life. Than, Dead and, like Me, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I will I will have to, to check out Dead Like Me, so.
1: You're a big fan of the uh title sequence. Oh my god. Homeland, right?
0: The title sequence for Homeland is one of the worst title sequences <laughs> that I've ever seen in my no, life. I, and weird. I have seen the title sequence know. to the the newsroom. <laughs> I have seen that before. And this one is worse.
3: is it just just, just Jeff Daniels doing a guitar solo on the back of Oh, I oh, wish. that
0: would have no, I'd be okay with that <laughs> the, the, the title sequence to the newsroom is the most masturbatory like look at how look at how amazing news people are. Yeah, like this is the best profession in the world. There's yeah. nothing more noble and majestic than than telling the news <laughs> to
3: people. Is it like the opening sequence to the Galaxy Quest that they film at the end
0: where it makes them all look like stone cold, amazing people? Uh, the, none of the people were actually in the first season one, right?
1: No, the first season was all shots of, like... Uh, it's all
0: shots of, like, older yeah. newscasts and things and, like, really stupid, hokey elevator music. We have to pull it up on YouTube later. I'm it's it. just... Oh, my God. But yeah. the, the Homeland one is, like, it's, it's here's just... all this crap about terrorism. Look at these images of vague, possible terrorism crap. Oh, and there's we're presidents. Going to, Look we're at going, the president. We're going to superimpose <laughs> Damian Lewis and Claire Dane separated by each other in a, in, in a hedge maze. What? <laughs> what? Seriously. Give me nothing. Just put up a title card that says Homeland, and I would be a billion times happier with it. This is the largest piece of turd I have ever seen of a a title sequence. I think
1: this is good, because I think title sequences are important, and that's what I hated most about Lost. (laughs) There was no title (laughs) sequence.
0: (laughs) No, I seriously... You know what? This the fir- is the rain shit on Lost episode. <laughs> for really <he's> <laughs> the first episode of Homeland has no title sequence, and it was fantastic that yeah. there wasn't one, because the one that they put in there is bad, and I hope they changed it. Don't
3: you really love the Rubicon title sequence?
0: Oh my god, it's amazing. It's
3: <laughs> it's beautiful. That's interesting, because I think that one is so unremarkable.
0: I am so, like... <laughs>
3: I, I enjoy it. It's fine for what it is, but it, it by no means stood out to me. I...
0: it's... But it's not even like I don't know. It's so I could probably start crying if I watched the Rubicon, <laughs> the Rubicon opening. Like honestly, this it right, now. <laughs> right now I got twenty bucks in my pocket. <laughs> but no, like it's like the Rubicon one. I don't know. Just the mix. Like part it's of very it's cool the fact, and slick. It's very cool. It's very very slickly made. I love the music. Is love the music. Yeah. It's amazing. And, I, and like listening to that, like I. There were there were a few times when I was watching Rubicon where I would pull up the the intro on my phone on YouTube and have it hooked up in my car and just keep hitting replay because I just wanted to keep listening to the music. It's like crazy. I I love the Rubicon yeah. opening, but I you know Homeland Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to... it's like the dumbest smooth jazz too. Yeah, right? it's really can't. it's so terrible.
3: <laughs> I you. You disconnect the train of homeland for a while and watch a little bit of Dead Like Me and then we need to have our Rubicon rewatch retrospective. Like that needs to happen soon. I really am dying to rewatch that.
2: Alright.
0: Alright.
3: It's gotta happen soon. I think so I think
0: it's time I think I'm getting to the point where it'll 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 hit me good again. You know. <laughs> you almost
3: started crying now, just yeah, talking about the <laughs> sequence. I know. I know. Anyway, we can move
0: on. <laughs> uh, Alex's tears. Yeah, Alex the Wolf of Christ Street. <laughs> we can move on to our full review of The Wolf of Wall Street, directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Margot Robbie, uh, a billion other people. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Carl Kyle Reiner, Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Most importantly, Kyle, Kyle
2: Chandler. Rob Reiner.
0: Rob Reiner. Reiner not Carl. Um... Uh, Synopsis on IMDb says, based on the true story of Jordan Belfort from his rise to a stealthy stockbroker living the high life to his fall involving crime, corruption, and the federal government. That was very difficult to say for some reason. That's a weird it? sentence. Um, so, uh... awkward. This movie was originally supposed to be out in November, but apparently Scorsese was still editing it, so... <laughs> They pushed it back to the last possible release, which was Christmas, and so we're kind of getting to it a little bit later, but um, definitely one of the movies we wanted to see before finalizing any top tens, and um, yeah, I don't know, Uh, obviously pretty anticipated. I think the last movie Scorsese did was Hugo, correct? Yes. And so that was pretty... Did the
1: Rolling Stones documentary come out before or after that?
0: Does it even count? (laughs) I counted. He's Uh, done like three of them, so... Um, but in any event, Sorry. It's, kind of a, it's kind of a return to the more serious fare that yes. Scorsese yeah. usually deals with, and so I think some people, plus uh you know, I think the story of Jordan Belfort, uh, a lot of people, you know, heard that this is being made into a movie, and Leo's want, he's Leo's wanted to make the movie since, like, the book came out, I think, so uh, I think this one had a lot of eyes on it, but... Uh, Tim, I believe you're the only one that watched or that read the book. They read the book.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, the book is the book and the movie are. I think I won't get into it too much without spoiling it a little. Yeah. But the book and the movie, it's interesting because the book is obviously written as kind of like a memoir. It's yeah. like some guy recollecting, kind of trying to confess his sins. Yeah. The problem when you write a book like that about yourself is a lot of the times when you get into like he comes across as kind of like bragging (laughs) honestly he does
0: check out all this blow i did
1: it's funny to me that he gave this to scorsese who like was gonna who made the movie he made about him like because it's interesting to watch a movie based on a book about a guy written about himself basically by somebody else who has no stake in it at all (laughs) just kind of just pointing out the ridiculousness of what is happening and that doesn't always come across in the book like i said a lot of it comes across like him boasting at times he lacks jordan belfort i believe is the guy at the uh, eye he's in the movie he's in the movie but he does make a cameo it's interesting because he doesn't come across sometimes as the most self-aware fellow like I, i mean a little more than I guess you would expect from where he was, but yeah, that was the most interesting part of me. Um, differences between the book and movie, ah, I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, there it wasn't much. I mean, honestly, there. I mean, the stuff that's in the movie is in the movie, but I just thought the interesting part was watching someone make a movie about. Yeah, kind of uh, from a
0: different standpoint. Yes. So, so what did you feel about the movie in general? Oh yeah, I
1: loved it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have. Are you a normal Scorsese fan? Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. I I don't have a, um, I don't have, like, a top ten like, because I haven't seen enough movies, yeah. but this is, like, I really, this is my favorite Scorsese movie, and I haven't seen, uh, Kundun, Kundun, I can't even pronounce it, that's how much I haven't seen it, I think that's the only one I haven't seen since Goodfellas, this is my favorite movie, is since Goodfellas, okay. and it kind of fits along with Goodfellas, yeah. it kind of, it, it does, uh, yeah, it kind of treads the same ground a lot way um. It feels like it's
3: it's cut from the same cloth, know, in terms right. of how it's, how it's told and how it's made. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very, very similar. And I just think it's... I think it's amazing that a 71-year-old can make a movie that apparently has pissed off so many people. Like, I think that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> like,
0: it, I was thinking about that today. Like, Scorsese, you know, he's pretty... Really, like I mean, he's been dealing with the more edgier side of things. He's right? And, not, he's, and he's not getting any softer when he's older. No, so.
1: no. And especially after a movie like Hugo. So, Yeah, that's, yeah, so, exactly. So um, I was just kind of, I was blown away. I mean, I knew a lot of the subject matter. Blown, blown away? Blown. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But um, <laughs> I knew a lot of subject matter going into it. And I kind of figured, but I just, I was a little bit in awe of some of the stuff that Goes down in the movie, but I mean, that's the, it, the way it goes, player. Yeah. I mean, eh. yeah. So, right. yes, yeah, big fan.
0: Nick, what'd you feel about The Wolf of Wall Street? I really loved it as well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what. There's so much to talk about yeah. this movie. I'm trying to find okay. a way to dilute it down to just a few sentences. It's it's fascinating I mean it's just it's equal parts hilarious and sad and just it's all over the map I think like every every almost every type of genre of almost everything a movie can do is done in this movie like Mm -hmm. there's there's just some insane amount of stuff that happens and it miraculously moves at a pace that I did not expect it really it really moves along It's, it's a it's kind of it's interesting, and at the same time kind of cool to watch this and American Hustle back-to-back like it did, because American Hustle is, like, dragging a 300-pound wrestler <laughs> through concrete that's hardening as you're trying to do it. Like, it's just, it's so, such a slog to get through that movie. And it's not because it's bad, it's really, really good, but it's... it's Spoiler alert for next week's <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to, just this is a, and I'll, I'm sure I'll bring this movie up again next week. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street just moves, moves, moves. It's full of energy, and it just cooks, and it doesn't it doesn't linger too long on scenes, and scenes are almost not even scenes. They're like shots, and then it's over, and it just, like, just flies. And I remember watching it just thinking, wow, this movie is just breakneck, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being left behind. It's very easy to watch. It unfolds very, just effortlessly. It feels very effortless, the whole movie. I feel yeah. like nobody was even trying. It's just, it. all the right pieces came together. The director, the actors... Everything just feels like they all showed up and just had an awesome time and made a really fun-to-watch movie about a really horrible <laughs> series of circumstances and events. And it's interesting because the guy in this movie is is very bad, and so are the people in American Hustle, and they're, they're all fun to watch, and they're very endearing, but I just walk away from both movies like, ugh, <laughs> just like needing a shower, and... In a way, this one's almost worse, but in a way, American Hustle's worse. So, uh, next week, I guess I'll, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. But it's a really interesting interesting movie. And I think. Uh, I, I just don't even have words for it. I <laughs> yeah, clearly have not thought enough about it. Yeah. I just think uh, it's so well done. It's so watchable. And it's hysterical. But it, it's, you shouldn't always be laughing, but you are. I mean, that that yeah. that was probably the most. Like, just outright uh, un- unashamed laughter I've heard in the theater in a while. Like, everybody in the theater was
0: laughing at some parts, and you just it had to laugh because there's no you other I was going to say, there, there was a family of four that left in front of us <laughs> yeah, but it, the movie. Yeah, but no way. It took them
3: like an hour. Really? Yeah.
1: Right in front of us? Yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking, why are you leaving now? (laughs) And, like, the movie lets you know right away. (laughs) Like, five minutes in, you're like, all right,
3: this is what this movie's going to (laughs) be. Yeah, because I remember thinking, I'm like, they just now are leaving? Like, what did they want to do? Did they want to bounce to the theater and catch the last half of Frozen or something? (laughs) To eye bleach? It's. I I just thought it was great, though. I, I really, really did love it. It lived up to the hype that uh, that everybody was, was pimping on it. So that, you know, that's pretty awesome. But DiCaprio is just completely unchained in this
0: movie. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Totally.
3: And I... He I, gave
0: it his all. And he... Uh, very much you might normally think of him as kind of a reserved actor, and I think he just kind of let it all He absolutely out. laid it all out in this movie. And I he looks like a monster at some points in this movie. Yeah. The
3: faces he makes, I was like, good God, he is an animal. Like, it was very, this, very, yeah. very cool.
1: This was... <clears throat> I was going to bring it... Um because kind of along with the, the Unchained, I wasn't even thinking of that, but I was a little disappointed in him in Django, Django. Unchained okay. because I I wanted something a little more... You wanted this? I wanted movie? this. Like, this is kind of what I wanted in that movie. Like, I remember, like, this is his best performance. Yeah, I he's all... Yeah, it's really good, so... And Jonah
3: Hill, I, Jonah Hill was a guy who I initially, when I very, 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 very first saw him, I thought he was funny. Yeah. I was like, alright, that kid's funny. And then I started to get a lot of Jonah Hill fatigue, and I was like, I'm pretty tired of him, he's all over the place now. And then came 21 Jump Street, and I was like, Jonah Hill is awesome again. And this movie just pushed it even further. I was like, that kid is legitimately an actor. Like, he's very,
0: very good in this movie. And the chemistry between him and Leo, they're (laughs) the best on-screen couple I've seen in a long time. I kept thinking throughout the whole movie, like, God... I wonder Nine how kicks. like how best of <laughs> bros they are now. Like they, I feel like they went through hell making this movie, and they're probably like you know the best <laughs> friends in the world. The two of them are so,
3: and I don't know if it's the strength of Jonah Hill because his chemistry with Channing Tatum was great too. Yeah. But he, the two, him and DiCaprio are just phenomenal in this movie. Yeah. The way they play off of each other is so funny. You completely buy this weird friendship that makes
0: mm-hmm. no sense. It's it's just great. I hope whatever special effects team put them teeth together. It's <laughs> an Oscar. Uh, His teeth are... <laughs> the, the
3: creepiest faces he makes in this movie are just so funny. The first time the two of them do drugs together, I remember I was just laughing. I was like, oh my god, I want to like, like be cry laughing. This is so funny.
0: I feel like I can't humanly laugh hard enough for how funny this moment is. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the movie. Well, enjoyed might be the wrong word, but I liked the movie quite a bit. Uh... It's it's extremely well made. There's fantastic actors throughout. the uh, The soundtrack is pretty good. Kind of yeah. how it moves you through the decades or the the years that the movie kind of goes through. You kind of get these different source music that kind of sprinkles in that little bit of like, oh, here's kind of what time we're in right now. I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the different ways that the aspect ratio kind of gets played with is interesting. Depending on like if you're looking at like a commercial or like just kind of what Scorsese does with those things. It's. I think it's very cool, but um, that means that's on, right? Not muted. Yeah, red red means if it's blinking, then it's muted. Okay, that's our microphone sure. Um, I tried to have you stop, so <laughs> but uh, no, I I I think the movie's uh quite interesting. Um, I personally, I know that a lot of people have had an issue with they think the movie is glorifying these actions, and I I don't agree with that at yeah. all. But I do want to say that I feel as though they really, for a three hour movie, the fact that they don't touch on the people that get screwed out of their money and the dealings that he does, like the only repercussions from the actions that we really see are the things that directly hit Jordan Belfort. The fact that we're not seeing these guys that get all of their money taken away from them by these swindlers, I I wish that there was, that that he could have touched on that in some way. It's... Uh, okay. It's it's very and, and you know being based off of the book and Jordan v- Belfort's but, experiences obviously that's going to be you know
1: I think that's an intentional thing too just because like we don't really like I think part of the point it might be trying to make I don't I don't think this goes into spoilers is like nothing really did happen to him like nothing like no absolutely like he gets a, like, he not, gets a slap not, on the wrist
0: and like I'm not no that's totally yeah. true about him that's absolutely and I yeah. but I. With with the the people who are like there were humans right. that were affected by this no
1: no in the movie I, but that's Scorsese usually I mean even like, like, he's not a moralizer like he doesn't like he throws it out there and then you judge it like, Fair enough. Fair <laughs> and enough. I think that's I, I and I get what you're saying and I don't disagree but yeah I think it's I think it's a conscious choice by him to okay do it is what I think so okay and I, yeah I they could. That
0: could vary, that could be true. Yeah. And it probably is. And, you know, it's. Uh, like I said, I'm sure the book doesn't focus on it at all because it's <laughs> not like Jordan <laughs> Belfort's going to be like, hey, how bad did I screw you over to anybody? So, no, you know, but you're right, yeah. So I, I kind of. Uh, that was missing for me. And then um, I read that a lot of the movie is improvisation. Like, a lot of it was just straight up ad libbed. And they were like, here's this scene. This is what we want to do with it. You guys go at it. And. um... <clears throat> I personally felt like I could feel that in some of the scenes. There were some of these scenes where I'm just like, why are they still talking about this? Please just cut it and move on. Like, that happened to me a few times. Yeah. It's three hours long. It does kind of breeze by, but there are a few scenes that I'm just kind of like, this is this is super long, and it's still not... Like, I, I get the point. It's not going anywhere additional from here. Like, please just move <laughs> along. So, you know, it's... I know that there are a lot of people out there that are like, this movie moves, and it doesn't, you know. But there there were times where I was personally just kind of like, I, like, I, my brain would shut off in some of the scenes. Just be like, okay, move on. I think I would, thing.
1: yeah, I agree. Because the third act is when I started to actually feel the link a little. Like, yeah. I obviously, mm-hmm. it's But the, pro, I didn't want to, you can't take anything away from the third act, because it's, everything leads up to the, and it, it, yeah. it ties everything up. If anything, you're right, it's the middle part. And it's almost like he's having too much fun. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what you're saying. So, I know what you're saying. And, like, I was having fun with it. So, but if there was some trimming that could have been done... Yeah. Yeah, it's in the middle and of And that's,
0: that's the thing. Like I said, you know, the, the movie was due out in November. So, maybe...
1: It gets really loud. Maybe, <laughs> with a
0: couple, maybe with a couple more weeks, he would have been like, you know what? These things kind yeah. of... This could be edited a little bit tighter than it was. But, you know, I don't know. Um... I want to see the four-and-a-half-hour version. Not watch it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's insane. <laughs> Even more insane than this one was. I still want to see the six-hour version of Thin Red Line as well. Yeah. The one that actually has uh, Adrian <laughs> 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 Um But, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I haven't seen a lot of Scorsese. To tell you the truth, the only thing that I know for sure is Hugo. Have you
1: have you not seen Goodfellas?
0: I've seen I've seen the Departed. Most of Goodfellas, I saw Departed a long time ago, so it's not It definitely was before. the Streets was really doing. You know, I'm sure I'm sure uh, Rick and and Tim love uh, waking the dead or whatever. that <laughs> dude, I like waking the dead, waking out, the dead. Like bring it, out, bring out the. the dead.
1: Yeah, I will. I've seen that actually. It's pretty good. Yeah, I will. Happen? I will stick up for that one. I'm sure. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Rick shows his face. Rick heard his name. <laughs>
0: But, uh... Not, New York? you never
1: seen that
0: one? I have not seen A's in New York, yeah. There, I, there's a lot of Scorsese that I would like movie. to I was gonna, watch, but...
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, someone brought it up, and I'm Tim, gonna, how's Cape Fear? Cape Fear is... Tr- Cape Fear is like Shutter Island in that it's kind of trashy good. i like, it's, well. it's, it's kind of Scorsese slumming it, but slumming it in a good way. Yeah. Like, I kind of dig Cape Fear. Cape um, no, but it's, I'm gonna steal it, because someone brought it up. They say, like... Spiritually, like this and Goodfellas and Casino are kind of like a trilogy. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, you should watch. I'm not as crazy about Casino as the other two. Okay. The, uh, this one and Goodfellas, but it's worth a watch. And and after Hours is also very good. After yeah. Hours is amazing. Yeah, After Hours is really good. Yeah. That's Rick for those of you who <laughs> want <to see. clears throat>
0: um, Yeah, I don't know. Are there any other non spoilery thoughts that we want to get out there before moving along?
1: Just so, yeah. I mean, the actors in it, I guess we should talk about. How good everybody is? <laughs> Everybody's fantastic. The I mean, uh
0: the girl who played his wife. Yeah. I said her name at the beginning. Uh Margot Robbie, she was she was very good. She's very good. Yeah. Um and I don't think she's done a whole lot before this. No. But um no. And this is
1: I mean it's such a it's a really good cast.
0: Wonderful to see uh Rob Reiner just kinda of let loose. <laughs> rob Reiner's hysterical. You never yeah. see him do before and um
1: but she was in About Time, Alex.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Which Alex I, saw. Oh, she, she was Charlotte. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. But I don't remember her She's, that much.
1: Yeah. Um, just um, but, Kyle Chandler. Let's just, let's just say it. Oh, let's we'll talk about Kyle Chandler. That scene <laughs> on the boat is fantastic. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Chandler's
0: amazing. Very good scene. I could watch Kyle Chandler be an authority figure for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that's what I will be doing because <laughs> that's all he's going to get. <laughs> he's just really good at it. Although yeah. speaking of the spectacular now earlier, that's a fantastic role for him and very different from anything else that he's done. But um, no, I think I think that's about it. Yeah, for I not. think Spoiler. we
1: we nailed it. Let's nailed go. it, guys. So drop some quaaludes and spoil this bitch. Huh? Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right yeah. back with spoilers. Yeah.
0: All right, welcome back to Spoiler Terry for the Wolf of Wall Street. What are we talking about, boys? Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, we're going now? We're going. Alright, alright. Done. That wasn't a joke when I said all that just now. (laughs) That was for real.
1: What do we want to talk about here? Where do we want to start?
0: There's not a ton to spoil. I can say that right,
3: probably like the 7th, am I loud enough? Yeah, you're fine. The 7th or 8th shot of the movie when Leo just... Looms over a hooker's ass,
1: yeah. doing blow out of it. I was like, "This is the moment where Tim probably started clapping." <laughs> <laughs> was just say, yeah. it's weird. I didn't have any walkouts in my theater. I was kind of like waiting, like, like yes. I was because I had heard like people were walking out of this movie, and like I guess I understand because the trailer kind of sells it as a. We didn't even talk about McConaughey, but the. Uh... Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> what a missed opportunity! That was.
1: <laughs> but the trailer kind of sells it as this weird. I don't know. The trailer doesn't sell. Maybe what it is—it's not—it's com- not fully representative just because like all, the of movie. It's, it's <laughs> all of this. All of this wish. But it's, what? It's this fun, like, and it's coming out on Christmas. I guess people were tricked, but like it's rated R. It's by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like I'm just saying, that charming man who did Hugo, right? Yes. <laughs> that
3: nice boy from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> this movie does a great job of revealing the people in the theater that go on Reddit regularly because they're the ones that don't move. Yeah. They're the ones that are laughing and enjoying the movie all three Well, that's
1: They're what I'm and thinking. i thinking, like, these adults, like, if you're an adult and you have access to the internet, how have you never seen any of this stuff before? Like, no, no. serious. Like, how are you offended by this? Like, and you should be maybe offended by this because these are people that have a lot of power in our country yeah. that are just doing horrible things. So, um, without getting that's, too deep. I think yeah. that's
0: something that I, I kind of wish I would have said more in the non-spoiler, but the, the ridiculous thing is that I don't, there's no part of me that doesn't believe all of this actually happened. <laughs> like, oh, it's all and, completely and Yeah, and, he's, and like Jordan Belfort, like, he was very earnest, and like, as Tim said, yeah. probably boasting for most of it in his book. Like, and that's sad. That's like, it's disgusting.
3: That's why it's a sad movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, all, I mean, it's very, very, very fun to watch. Yeah. Because it's, just, it's made to be such a riot. The movie mm-hmm. is a blast. I think that's the great strength of the movie is it turns this incredibly debaucherous story into a great piece of entertainment. But at the end, I still walked away from it not thinking it was awesome. Yeah. Not thinking that guy was cool. I was like, man, he is just as sad bastard as it gets. But he still doesn't even get it. That's what's so awesome when it's over. He's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Still got it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I to down McConaughey. That's. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. <Yeah>. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the thing with the movie is um like I don't it I guess it's the, like I don't know what you want. Where was I going with this? It's the it's the violence in video games movie. Like, what's he supposed to do with like people that I know? There's the argument that's glorifying it, and people are gonna go and watch it and go, "I want to be like Jordan Belfort." And I'm like, "Well, what are you like? What's he supposed well, yeah, to do?" It's like,
0: that, <laughs> like the, the, you can't account for the idiots that are <laughs> like, "Oh, Grant, I, thought I was so sweet. I'm gonna go beat some hookers." This is awesome,
1: and I guess I like. I see. I I underst- I understand a little bit people's arguments, but like, I almost think that's the point. Is I mean, this movie is kind of meant to piss you off. Like, it should piss you off. A Absolutely, little bit. and like, I think that's what's great about it. Um, what was I, I like gonna get? What these
0: assholes are doing with your money <laughs> over on Wall Street,
1: right? And he, uh, in the end, uh, yeah, the end is pretty much. He goes to a seminar.
0: Well, he, Jordan he, Balfour he's he's giving seminars now yes like, he's
1: giving se- seminars on like how to be a salesman yeah and it's just so funny to me because it's almost like I mean, nobody learns any like it's almost like that's the one point in the movie where like it feels like Scorsese's like you're not learning anything like this guy's yeah. just gonna keep these people are just gonna keep doing this to you they're gonna keep selling you crap like and he's like sell me this pen it's a great ending it is a really good ending um, so that was funny and then Jordan Belfort actually introduces him at mm-hmm. in that final the, the, the vitals, real, real, the real Jordan Belfort introduces which is so funny to do. <laughs> Jordan Belfort. it's almost like this big like I don't know not that was kind
0: of, that last sequence is kind of one of my favorite things because it starts out like 4-3, look at this crappy video, right? and then as he pulls out the pen and is like, sell me this pen, <laughs> it blows into the full frame, and I was like, wow, that was really cool. Right. Like that, I don't know why I like that so much, but I do. But, no, um, it was cool. No, it's it's interesting, and it's like that last kind of shot that just kind of looms over the crowd that's, that's basically almost like... Like, hey, you guys in the actual movie audience, <laughs> look at what you're doing right now. Right, like, you're laughing at this movie and paying money to see it and whatnot, even though, you know, it's not. This isn't. I didn't. I didn't stand on principle and not see this movie because Jordan Belfort was going to make money off of it. Because, <laughs> and then in the end, he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm giving all the stuff away because I'm giving all the money away." Yeah. But no, it's very. It's very interesting. It's. Um, just the ludicrousness of all of the stuff that goes on it's it, the movie the movie sells it and it makes you feel like even there's a part where he like wrecks his yacht and it's like it seems like the most ridiculous thing in the world and then in the back of my head I'm like this is in here because it probably actually happened yeah like this is
1: yeah he
0: <laughs> maybe maybe they weren't passing quaaludes around in the in the they probably they were, were. oh yeah they told totally so were. okay so <laughs> You know, like every single, every single, and that, it blows my mind, but at the same time, I'm just not surprised at all. It's, it's very strange.
1: There's a, there's an argument between him and his wife in the middle of the movie about him crashing his helicopter onto her, like, golf grass, her Bermuda <laughs> yeah. grass, and it's the most ludicrous thing you ever heard <laughs> in your life, and you're just sitting here going like, what are these people arguing about right yeah. now? It's so funny, but, yeah, um, what was I gonna say? I wanted to free up. Nick, did you have anything?
3: I did but it just flew okay right out of my head. I was just thinking about coke down my <laughs> this, this. He movie? used to play a coke head more like yeah, perfectly encapsulated what I think someone on lots of cocaine would do. <laughs> also, all right, it's any a, scene with Leo and or Jonah Hill on immense amounts of quaaludes was so.
1: Awesome. Uh, that was yeah, I was going to talk about <laughs> so there's awesome. like a. Third, I don't know. It might be fifteen or twenty minutes stretch of just a hilarious physical comedy between yeah. like DiCaprio and
3: Jonah Hill. It's yeah. so. Fun. It's really well done. Like I was like, I had no idea DiCaprio had this range. Like I didn't yeah. know he could basically play, play like a Kramer level of physical comedy, <laughs> like crawling to the car, just like contorting himself so much and opening a car door with his foot. It just was very, yeah, very funny.
0: That was, that was one of the things that I said afterwards. Like, the fact... Like, when he's looking down the steps and how it yeah. kind of keeps changing... Changes between being, like, five steps and, like, a billion of them. It's just... <laughs> very funny. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, that entire... Yeah, that entire... 15 or 20 minutes, and then it ends with him... He gets inspired by Popeye. Oh my god, (laughs) It's such a good joke. He just doing a whole vial of coke.
3: (laughs) (laughs) To counteract the effects of probably six 20-year-old Quaaludes.
1: Yeah, that was the hardest I actually... That was the part I laughed, the hardest. As soon as I saw Popeye, I was like, this is... And he got up and was like, stand aside!
3: (laughs) (laughs) And sort of beating his chest, I was like, how is this guy alive? Because there's a point where, if he hadn't been doing so much coke and quaaludes over all the years, that would have killed him, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. His heart would have exploded. That, that would kill
0: anybody that hasn't had that kind of tolerance
3: right. built up. <laughs> but. The drug use in this movie was fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, it was very insane. funny. Him crawling across the counter trying to get the phone get the from phone Jonah from Hill head, was yeah. just so funny.
1: <laughs> and that's the other thing is, I, I mean, I don't think, uh, uh, with the glorifying thing is, this movie, I mean, it's fun and it's hilarious to watch and they're entertaining guys but they're entertaining in like i don't know like a jackass sort of way like you Absolutely. watch they're goofs yeah. like they're ridiculous like jonah hill jerks off in the middle of a party i mean yeah. like you're not supposed to think these guys are cool and eddie floyd I yeah, think. They,
3: yeah they both of them him and jonah hill reminded me of somebody i used to know and we tell stories about this the guy i actually know we tell stories about him all the time we laugh at them because they are funny stories but nobody actually wants to hang out with him.
2: No. <laughs> because
3: he's not cool. He's really sad and pathetic. <laughs> and, but the stories are great, and that's fine. Like the, the stories are amazing, but it doesn't mean that the person is actually cool or you should want to be like them.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think the movie does a pretty clear job of, of no, it to, to that effect. People that are walking away from us saying this movie glorifies him and makes him look amazing. Oh, you, were, you weren't paying attention. Yeah.
1: It's kind of, yeah, it's the Scarface Syndrome where like everybody, like everybody who like glorifies oh Scarface, God, people love Scarface, yeah. and like it's so weird. Like spoiler, <laughs> Scarface gets shot like a billion to times. By, like, a hundred, <laughs> Scar- people at once. Scarface, like the character, it, like the last scenes of the movie are like his sister trying to have sex with him, and then he gets shot to death. Like that's not a good ending, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ripped to pieces by bullets, like a ha- a true hail of bullets.
0: Like, it's so weird I mean, to me. You didn't want to be Boromir when he gets all the marrows in him? Like, that guy's so awesome. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing to talk about because there's so many, like, it's it's that same group of kids that are like, man, Fight Club is so good.
1: I'm going to start a Fight Club. that
0: part home. when they punch each other. Yeah, we're going to start a Fight Club. It's going to be sweet. Those are the same people that are like... Oh my god! Yeah, I want to be Jordan Belfort, or yeah. you know, like they they idolize these. Well,
3: what's funny about this movie is that it has—he's so right about so much of it, though. That's why he's a pretty awesome character. Yeah, is he like so many times throughout the movie when he says shitty things? Like everybody wants to be rich, and like, what do you mean? Like monks—that awesome scene in the in the cafe <laughs> yeah. which is really funny. Like if they don't want to be rich, and he's like, he's like, no, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Average. regular, everyday people, people, everyone's dream is to be rich. Like, when you're a kid, you want to be rich. Everybody wants to be rich, and he's very right. But not everybody wants to do it that way, necessarily. And I also loved when he talked about... um, Oh, shit. It was something else like that. He had another line like that way later in the movie. Like, you know, you can say two hours later and still be within the <laughs> range of uh, He had a line similar to that that was also very, very good. And I, I don't remember what it is. And I was like, that's, that's accurate.
1: It's, yeah.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Well, that's why he was so good at his damn job. Because he understood these things. Right. Um, these things that are, like, universal truths about people. Like, clearly he had the skill and the forthwith to get millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, it's the fact that they're able to convey that in the movie is a a good thing.
1: It's the, well, it's the Chris Rock bit where he's like, do you know why people do drugs? It's because they work. Like, people do drugs because, like, they feel awesome when they're doing drugs. And, like, people get rich like that and do ridiculous shit because it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> Honestly, you shouldn't do it. Like, you shouldn't do it, especially the way he did it. But, like, there is a part of me that's sitting here going, like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> well, it's interesting, too, because he made a fortune. He did do it on his own. He built a company on his own with his yeah. own know-how.
3: He did it, obviously, in a really horrible way. But it's interesting because he found, he found a loophole and exploited it. And it's it's just it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's Like I said, Alex hated pain and gain so much and he liked this movie an American Hustle and he said it but he recognizes all the groups of people in all three movies are equally despicable I said I think you just respect the intelligence of the people in the latter two movies versus
0: yeah. pain and gain because they're just these idiots dumbwads that yeah. <laughs> ran into
3: this <laughs> money somehow think that yeah I'm thinking I'm thinking about
0: I want to write up I want to write up something about kind of the true crime the <laughs> About the theme of deplorable people doing horrible things in these movies, like I, I very much want to. After after kind of discussing American Hustle and maybe rewatching Pain and Gain, if I can sit myself down to do it, I think it would be <laughs> an <laughs> interesting yeah. comparison between those. I think if you three if you go at it from that
1: angle, it'll be a lot yeah. easier for you to watch it. Yeah,
3: I loved the way in this movie too. This is a small thing, but I loved the way Matthew McConaughey explained their job. He explained it in such a such an awesome way. Yeah. Just simply in a way that made sense, cleanly, and for like a coke down McConaughey, it, it, it was like, wow, this is It was the easy.
0: subreddit, explain like I'm five, four. <laughs>
3: yes, 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 totally. And when he explained it, I was like, yeah, that that's really, that makes total sense now, I totally get it, like how these people are making money, because before I was like, I don't understand where they stand to make money. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everything, oh, McConaughey, man, is he good. <laughs> it's
1: like a, it's he's not in it for a while, it's like a Alec Baldwin, Glengarry scene for him, but... It's, it's
0: kind of... <laughs> the
2: only
1: other thing that
0: kind of bothers me... <clears throat> and maybe it was all there. Maybe I was just fatigued by the by some of the scene, the length of some of the scenes and stuff. I, I wish that there there was a little bit more of a focus on why what they were doing was illegal.
3: Yeah, I, I felt mm-hmm. that way too.
0: Because I, I personally understand it. It's very much, hey, let's do this initial public offering, but we're going to own all of the company, basically, and then we can hype it up and then sell it all at the height. Like, that. that all... It makes sense to me. But I wish that they had kind of been able to convey a little bit more of the gravity. Because by the end of it, he's got these counts of all these different things, and there's not really much of a... You know, you don't necessarily go through the movie seeing all of these things that he's doing, being like, okay, well, clearly these are... The I love that points. scene, too.
3: When she read all his charges and he just kind of stood there. Yeah. And like, am I supposed to leave now? It's like, <laughs> kind of funny. Like, he just he was not even really there. No. Yeah, I think... I, I think they probably did a, a decent job of fluffing up a lot of the charges. Like, you always see in, like, cop TV shows and movies when they are sweating someone, they're like, well, I see at least three counts of fraud and two counts of a, uh, you know, they, they, yeah. they, they fluff a lot of it up to try to scare you, and I wonder how much of it was, were, were things that they would normally not necessarily go after, but for him, because he was eluding them so, and playing yeah. so hard to get... They, because they, they wanted to charge him SEC for absolutely deal, yeah. everything. Because selling the penny stocks, like Spike Jones said, it's not illegal, but it's like but it's, not, it's misleading. It's yeah. not it's not right. And uh, it was interesting. Yeah. So, I was I was wondering the same thing because throughout the movie there'd be these beats and there, you know there's the one great scene where he's where he's walking to the building and the camera's following him and he's talking which I want Tim to talk about his Ferris Bueller line, because that was
0: said. As soon Solders. as he started talking to the yeah, camera, yeah. you started laughing, and I knew you were exactly thinking yeah. about what Tim had said. Yeah. But anyway.
3: Uh, for him to, in that scene when he said, it was all this legal, not necessarily, but not, it was almost like, they didn't even know if it was or not, but they figured, let's just not even ask, let's just do it, and yeah. that way we can at least claim ignorance later because i mean they're making stupid
2: amounts of money well i mean
0: i i I never felt myself that i went through a part and like there wasn't any part of the movie where i was like yeah this could all be legal like i am like i felt like i very much knew and they probably did full well too Mm -hmm. that this isn't there's something here that's wrong something that should not be done and something that's probably not not legal. But. It's funny too how
3: these movies, these guys can be so smart and so crafty, and then just be such boneheads. Like Rob Reiner said, these knuckleheads that you work with, because yeah. like two of them did dumbass shit that ruined it for everybody, mm-hmm. and they could have could have gone forever, pretty much. Had Joni Hill not gotten John Bernthal arrested, yeah, and had Rugrat not rolled over on him, you just these guys get too comfortable and too stupid, and they they make bad criminals. Yep. Interesting.
0: Absolutely, Tim.
1: Oh, yes. oh, We mentioned the Ferris Bueller line. Yeah, I, yes. I made a comment. One, day. this is, this is the sequel to Ferris Bueller I've always wanted. Yeah. Because, are you, Did you guys hear John Hughes? No. Retrospective. Not yet. Not okay. Yet. spoiler. It's still forthcoming. <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller. I like it clicked with me when because Jordan Belford talks to the camera the whole time. Yeah, he breaks the fourth wall a few times. The whole movie, just like Ferris Bueller does in the movie, and Ferris Bueller. It's never... It's an incredibly entertaining movie. And I will not discourage anybody from... It's not my favorite movie. Because I really don't like the character of Ferris Bueller. Like, at all. And... This is what I've always, like, envisioned. Because... Ferris does like if there's a part of you that watches Ferris Wheeler as an adult and thinks, doesn't think to yourself at some point like man I hope Cameron's dad decks him for like wrecking his car <laughs> like for he's
0: being such a dumbass he's the whole reckless he yeah. gets
1: his kid in trouble like I mean Cameron's dad's got enough for out I mean he seems like he works hard for his buddy and then Ferris is gonna just run around with his car so like, and then at the end, like nothing really, like Ferris just gets nothing happened to it. It just goes, oh yeah, like, <laughs> and I, like I, it's always, but and that's why it's not what I like. I, it's incredibly entertaining. I will never discourage anyone from liking it, but like this is a this is, this is a personal preference Like, This is an awful people doing awful things movie. I mean, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but
0: that's beautiful,
1: but. If Ferris, and like this, even the timeline kind of matches up. Like, if Ferris grew up, like, this is a path he could it's take. It's like a
0: very weird logical extrapolation <laughs> for Ferris Bueller.
1: Because Jordan Belfort basically does the same thing, just on a grander scale. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but at least he gets some sort of comeuppance towards the end. Yeah. Unlike But even, even so, like, yeah, he's even still so, <laughs> They should have ended it with, yellows, oh yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, that's that's what I meant by the cover. It's I'm funny. Kind of it's a,
0: it's like if Ferris, if some, like someday if somebody told Ferris about penny stocks, and then he's like, <laughs> "Wait a second. The Ferris, oh my god, that's wonderful. But that's I, awesome. That's always kind of what I. That's really brilliant, Tim. Absolutely. This is why this is why you you're you're on the podcast. That's why, you should be that's why yeah, that's why you should be be fourth chair every week. Tim's insight is so good.
1: I just gotta I gotta get out more. It's true. It's true. We gotta pull you, pull you out of your shell.
3: Tim's forthcoming uh top ten of the year for
0: people who don't want to leave the house. <laughs> yes, yes. Fourth forthcoming article from Tim Long. Top it's Ten of be Netflix. Beautiful. Good. It's on yeah, my it's not, on record now, so not, now I have yes. to write now it. Now you yeah. have to do it. Yeah. Alright. I think that uh, that mostly about wraps it up here. Um, I feel like we said a whole lot of nothing about this movie. Like there's not it, but it's I don't know, it's one of those <laughs> things it's so good that I don't know, yeah. Like, what are you, you going to do? Like, I'd,
3: I really can't think of anything I would change about
0: there's, it. There's a few, like, there, I I feel like I said a few things yeah, that you I, could I had legitimate out. issues with, but it's, true, I still enjoyed the movie, you know? yeah.
3: The only scene where, like you said earlier, where you kind of felt the length was, uh, the only scene where I was kind of like, okay, was when they were discussing the midgets. And yeah, the little people, yeah, That absolutely. was the only one I was like... Okay, I get it.
0: Because it's like, okay, we get this joke. These people don't view little people as humans. <laughs> Some
3: of the lines that they did say were very funny. Oh, and I was absolutely. Like, that's, that's funny. But that that was the only scene where I was like, okay, I, I feel the length of it a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, the kind of looseness, the, the very realistic way in which they, they talked, especially the fight between him and his wife at the end where she's throwing water at his face repeatedly. Yeah. I was like, man, this is good. Like, yeah. they they just seriously treated him like they wanted to just kill each other. <laughs> yeah when I read uh, actually a bit of trivia that she slapped him just totally went off the cuff and just nailed him right in the face and she was scared he was going to sue her and yeah. he thought it was awesome he was like yeah keep going <laughs> oh yeah um I think that's about it for the Wolf of Wall Street do you think this is DiCaprio's year will he finally win an
1: Oscar oh boy I'd have to I mean yeah
0: I mean, his competition's what? Joaquin, I thought, I Oscar, thought Chiwetel Isaac, had it's it. It's weird because... I, I thought Chiwetel had it in the bag,
1: but... Yeah. It's... But the yeah, only he thing might I... can sneak it away. He might win it just because they're not going to give this movie the best picture and they're not going to give Scorsese the best director. No. Just because I know there are... I thought that I saw somewhere that some of the Academy members like were part of the people who had problems with this movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, like, I... They found I, us I, out. This <laughs> might... Like, he might get it. And he deserves it anyway. I don't mean...
2: That, like, just the Oscars are really... No,
1: absolutely. Oh, as, a lo- they're a wazzy, they're a woozy. Yeah. <laughs> That's very Beautiful.
0: All right. I think we should end this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: so, uh, thank you for listening. Feedback at MidwestFilmLords.com. Let us know what you thought of the show. Let us know what you thought about the movies that we've watched. Let us know what you think we should watch ourselves. Um, any of that good stuff. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com or at MFN Podcast on Twitter or Midwest MidwestFilmNerds Podcast on Facebook. Uh, I just, this is breaking news right here. We are now on Stitcher Radio, so you can download the Stitcher app for both Android and uh, iPhone to listen to us instead of having to download every week. Nice. So uh, check that out. Um, Probably have links to those on Facebook and whatnot, so... Um, other than that, thanks at Mr. John on Twitter, my older brother, for our music and artwork. As always, um, you can find full show notes with different time codes for segments that you may or may not want to skip over uh, at um along with our Twitter accounts and whatnot and all that good stuff. So, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. I think we're going to review American Hustle. I think that's the uh, the plan as of right now. So barring unforeseen circumstances, look for that on on Wednesday. But uh, other than that, Kyle XY, go watch a movie.